0: Have a suggestion for your good, bad, or bullshit show? I don't know how many stores I've walked into and walked out of where double doors are at the front of the store, but one door is always locked. Why do they
1: consistently lock one door, <clears> the <throat> two doors? Why don't they just have one door instead of two doors? It would be a lot cheaper. But no, they spend money, put in two doors and constantly block one of the two doors. I think
2: that's bullshit. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Welcome to the 100 in Episode of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. You know it's an important milestone episode because Crofton is hosting the Justin Timberlake of this show. Speaking of members of InSync, with me is the Joey Fatone of the show. I'm talking about Bo Schwartz. Hey, welcome, Bo. It's gonna be me! <laughs> and of, of course, the Lance well, Bass of this show, Mike Hodgins. Well, <laughs> Land Bass. I don't know who that is, but he definitely has the lamest name. <laughs> well, anyway, gents, it, we've made it to 150 episodes. That is an accomplishment. Um, we I just put 150 into Wikipedia just for kicks to see how important 150 is as a number. Damn. Turns out it is the sum of eight consecutive prime numbers. That hmm. sounds that sounds important um it is a harsh ad number and an abundant number i don't know what that means um yeah go
1: into wikipedia and add a little entry about the number 150 as it is interestingly three times the amount of listeners we have on this show
0: oh Oh, no we have more now that's not that's not accurate
1: sweet all right thanks listeners for for making that wikipedia entry already obsolete already obsolete
2: (laughs) now go and update wikipedia Oh, also, 150 is the total number of Power Stars in Super Mario 64 for the Nintendo DS. So, it's a big number. It's a big number. It's not big enough for us to have our own special 150th anniversary episode. This is going to be a regular episode. Correct me if I'm wrong, gents. Yeah, I mean, they're all special in a way, but sure. If we have to call them regular, I guess. Spoken like a true parent.
1: Yeah, uh, isn't it like the? Isn't Canada going to be one hundred and fifty in like a year? Boom! Ooh. Then,
2: then we can add that to this Wikipedia entry. Hmm.
1: Except, I guess it'll be obsolete once we do one more show. It won't apply to us anymore.
2: Yeah, that's true. Oh anyway, well. If you want to write congratulations to us on reaching one hundred and fifty episodes of GBB, you can do that. And by sending an email to gmail.com. And while you're doing that, you could suggest a topic or maybe, you know, just give us some great feedback. We always love to hear from our valued listeners.
1: This, this episode's like in, inside out. Yeah. Amazing to think. 150 random topics with verdicts delivered.
2: We, will we ever run out of them?
1: No, I don't have a, a good concept of how many topics there are in the universe, but we must be getting close to having talked about them all.
2: Well... There's that. Have ra- you ever pressed that random article button on Wikipedia before?
1: I love that one, except that you often get like some weird soccer team from Europe in some, you know, <laughs> and you're just like, what? What is this? Or you know,
2: yeah. There's well, how are they weird? Been
1: like, oh, in like minor third tier soccer in, in like Slovenia, there's a team called this. I'm like, okay, how do they? Uh, that's the gamble of the random article on Wikipedia.
2: I just pressed it and it gave me Long Prairie, Minnesota, which is a city in Todd County, Minnesota.
1: Awesome. I've spent hours on Wikipedia with the random article.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. He's off the market.
1: <laughs> Whole
2: hours. Whole hours.
1: Well, mind you, that was working work at work when I had a slow day. You know, uh, like, well, time I to see. learn some random stuff. I see. Yeah. Speaking of random stuff. Maybe we should get the old. Yeah, we copy. should just yeah.
0: get to it. I feel like our preamble game is kind of weak this week. That's because you're so.
2: not saying anything and leaving it at all to us. I, I thought it was it. really good. Well,
0: I'm a part of the. I'm part of the problem. I'm accepting responsibility by you're being the whole front of I'm the whole problem. Okay.
2: Well, He's one third of the
0: problem. <laughs> but you know, our, our, our intro game is weak this week. But I have no doubt that our debate game is going to be on fleek, as people say these days. Man, I do
1: not. I'm not up with what. People say these days.
0: Oh, come on, Bay. Uh-
2: <laughs> the whole problem. The whole problem.
0: <laughs> Just calm your nizzle, Shizzle. Alright, I, right, mich- go. I
1: got the machine ready to go here. <laughs> 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 uh, the topic today is wine.
0: Like wine is in whining
1: or wine is in <sniffs> Oh the wine is so good. Yeah, like when people yeah, when people want to make fun of you for whining by saying, Do you want some cheese with that wine? And oh. then using a pun because wine sounds like wine. Consequently, isn't cheese really good with wine? Isn't people think every a lot of things are good with wine. Like so... red meat is good with wine. Okay. Or chicken with white wine. You know, you got to pair all your foods with wines.
2: Okay. So much for upping it for the debate game, eh, guys? <laughs> well, it's <let's laughs> starting start start. poorly. So you mean wine, the alcoholic beverage, is what you're that talking about. That came out of the machine. All
1: right. <laughs> if the machine doesn't care that it's 150 episodes. They decided to give us wine. A lot of people love wine, probably.
2: It's true. And I think that, like, um, it's not the most popular beverage beverage in the world I think that's tea but it's it it's at least top three that's including water probably <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean like I think I think w- w- either wine past beer or beer past wine in the past few years and it was like the news articles were running you know mm-hmm. there's stories about like you know wine is now the most popular blah 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 alcoholic <laughs> beverage in the world or something like that so it is popular now Let's let's go through this right now because I like to show bias, uh, demonstrate my bias as quick as possible. I do not drink alcoholic drinks. We did an episode on beer. I railed, you know, I railed somewhat on that. Um, wine, again, I'm not a wine drinker or whatever. So that should be brought into mind with anything that I have to say about the subject. How about you guys?
0: Oh man, you know what? I've had I've had my share of wine, but I am not a huge fan okay and i know i i've made the acquaintance recently because i have a work contract with several people who love wine who look forward to friday when they're gonna curl up with their bottle of wine and i guess feel great and have a good sleep i suppose and enjoy the taste. um but yeah i i have experience with wine and i think well, I think red wine is good and I'm not such a big fan of white wine, although I hear that a lot of people actually I think prefer white wine, although in I, the people I know that might not be true of the world
1: I think that it's I think that it's one of those things oh well I guess my own first my own experience with wine I occasionally drink some wine, but must admit I don't see what all the big fuss is about I mean the people that are really into wine I cannot and I have had occasionally a you know I'm gonna say. S- s- small g good mm-hmm. wine like not a really good wine not like a $300 <laughs> bottle of wine I mean I'm not like I have not been exposed to that yeah. I don't know what that's like maybe if I had a $300 bottle of wine I'd be like oh man wine but I've had like you know a relatively good wine and I'd, I'd be like okay I can appreciate how this is better than Depener wine um, <laughs> for, and- <laughs> for English speaking
0: Depener is a corner store because they sell alcohol in, in corner or stores in Quebec
1: Ontario I call them the same thing but, yeah, like there's really bad wine, which is just about getting loaded or whatever. And, you know, I can I can see how some are better. But in general, I, I, I don't – it's not something that has appealed to me um, that much. And most often, like my wife likes wine quite a bit. And she'll often be like, oh, you want a glass? And so she has a ball out, which is not that often. And I'll usually be like, no, no and then yeah. not, and not have it. So I'm not that into wine. Okay, But I, so. I will say that I have noticed that because – when I first started drinking wine, I was kind of like, oh, for sure white wine is better, is what I thought. You know, it's just sort of like, I don't know. I just thought, I thought it made sense that it was for sure better. But I've noticed that, yeah. like, of late, I feel like the trend is towards red wine. People are getting more into red wine, and, you know, you, you don't chill red wine. It's room temperature, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just feel like that there are trends in wine, and I feel like red wine being on top is a thing now. And I mean, by now, I mean the past few years, of course, as well. Uh, and and there's, of course, personal preference. Some people always like white wine and some yeah. people always like red. So oh, I also think people talk about red wine and the tannins. And <clears throat> in general, I'm not good with alcohol in that, like, if I drink any more than one serving of alcohol, I often will get a headache. And I do find this to be true of wine, too. And some people say the tannins, which I think are the dyes that are in red wine – uh, trigger a lot of headaches in people, and I don't know if that's true with me or not. But I mean, I get pretty headachy pretty okay. easily off booze, and wine is certainly you know ranks right up there with them. So, well, let's. Let,
0: I kind of want to just put a nail in this thing because I don't feel like any of the three of us are super enthusiastic about wine. To say that wine is basically just rotten juice that produces alcohol and has an alcoholic effect. And well, I mean, but no is, look, brainer. White people like alcohol.
1: We talked a lot about beer, like big beer. And I think wine, you know, maybe in some ways this conversation is too similar to that one because it, it, okay, this wine is an old drink. And I think that its popularity, like beer, Mm -hmm. was due to the fact that water a long time ago would make you sick and maybe even kill you. But yet, if you were to pump it full of alcohol, it might kill all the stuff that's in the wine, the wine or the beer, and then you could drink that stuff. It was like a way of making a beverage that you could drink which wouldn't poison you. And, like, so wine's been around for thousands of years. It has, you know, it's linked to human history. Think of it in, like, the church and, like, you know, you're drinking the wine. It's like the body of Christ. There's a ton of stuff with wine interwoven into our
2: culture that we could talk about. Um, But aside from that, it's also also extremely popular today, like, with people who are maybe, you know, not religious, not interested in the history, not whatever. Like there's something about it that, that, that appeals greatly. Now my previous, I a place of work. I, I, I worked with a lady, a friend of mine who was studying to become a sommelier, which is a wine professional, whatever. And she, you have to take a fairly, uh fairly rigid class. And she would give us sometimes because everybody is interested in booze um she would give like these sessions on friday sometimes where like you, it was like vainderidge the being french for friday and Vain being wine and we would uh, she would she would essentially have all these fancy wines and explain how they're made the different thing the different elements about them uh what you know what do, what do you taste you know the way to taste a wine and all this sort of thing and i would attend these things mostly just to, because i am interested it is such a huge part of of society and and uh, you can't go to any event without you know being offered wine be it a wedding a funeral or anything in between um and so I, I wanted to learn more about it. And so we tried a bunch of different wines, and and I will admit that they, that they tasted different. Like I was able to say, okay, this this wine tastes different than this wine. Like it, but at the same time, to me, they tasted all gross. I hated them all. And I don't I don't like alcohol in general, as is 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 well known. But for some reason, like wine has trumped stuff like whiskey or. Or, I don't know, girly drinks like uh, sang- even sangria or, or things things that seem like more maybe more appealing to me or whatever yeah. to become the most popular. And like Bo said, it's like rotten juice. So why is wine as popular today as it, as it is? I don't – I legit don't understand.
1: I think – I mean if I would guess, I think it's because it, it has – it's something people can get – can get into. It has depth. And what I mean by that is, like you know this term terroir? I'm saying it wrong. Terroir. Terroir? Terroir. It's like a French word, terroir. I think it it refers to... It has to do with foods and stuff too. Mm -hmm. But basically it's it's essentially like, so if you have um, a a grape grown in certain soil under certain conditions, all those things affect your final outcome, right? And that's terroir, terroir. So like if you were to just grow grapes in your backyard, they might make shit wine, you know, okay. but if you were to grow it under known circumstances, you know, because they like dry and dry condition, blah, blah, it affects the flavor. So that's, I, you know, and, and there are tons of variations on that. So I think it's like we live in a society of people, they like to geek out on stuff. There are sports geeks, there are video game geeks, there are people who are geeking out about everything. Mm-hmm. And, fr- and i just think that wine is a way to geek out about something that also gets you drunk which people like getting drunk uh it's a thing everyone likes it but you can go and drink wine and be like huh i recognize this and and, and you know there's this this certain kind of tone or this type of barrel was used this is certainly an oak it's an oak overtone you know like you can geek out on it whereas something like a mixed drink or something it might taste good but you're like, okay whatever they just added various syrups and flavorings it's nothing it's not of interest in the same way that something like wine is because it it's always just grapes right and and the thing that affects a flavor are are things that are at the root they're, they're not additives right they're they are they're things that where it was grown they're things of the earth and, and this is also true of coffee uh terroir and 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 I would use that as a point to maybe. Come back to the wine thing because I had heard that like you know wine has a complex flavor and there's all these different types. Mm. Uh, but I also heard that coffee varieties of coffee have like double the amount of flavor points that um, that wine has, and in my opinion, tastes better. <laughs> and I like the effects of it better. I mean, that's just personal preference or whatever. Uh, but you don't see really people have going to coffee tastings. You know, it hasn't like taken hold in that same way. People like their coffee. Uh, but most people are no bones about it. They're like, "Don't talk to me till I have my coffee in the morning." It's not like wine, where wine, you know, you, you the the geekiness of it is part of its appeal. Once you're in that
0: culture, isn't it also a sense of the time? Like, there's this sort of epicness to, you know, this wine was aged for 50 years. I mean, that's like a lifetime in many cases. Like, uh, you know, uh, this wine sat for a whole lifetime. It's hard not to imagine that opening a bottle that has aged, at, if you were more making it yourself and say less from buying it from mass industry, like there's a specialness to having something that, I don't know, has been sitting in your basement for 100 years or something like that. But and- isn't,
2: isn't wine like, In this is a bit the blind leading the blind here, but isn't wine <laughs> yeah. the one that turns into vinegar? Like it can't be aged that? It's not like getting an old whiskey or something like that. No, isn't I, wine- well, I
1: think it's like under proper conditions right like yeah because i think you're right it can go super bad but i think if you keep it in like a wine cellar at proper conditions then you can keep aging it but i don't i don't know you're I, i'm like you said like i'm not an expert i do not know what yeah
2: that jane is. jane would know um <laughs> but uh... you
1: should tell and force her to listen to this yeah, will she, she endure this episode?
2: Well, God, <laughs> God, I don't. I don't think she'd like to because she's not going to like where it's going. But but I will say one thing about about her that's interesting is is that she got into this relatively late in life, in her 30s She never drank wine before, and I do agree with a lot of what Mike's saying about the hobbyist nature and and and, and that it has depth both in complexity of taste and in complexity of hobby. But at at the same point like if it doesn't if it did not taste good then then why would people drink it in such numbers as as they they're drinking it and I've always feel like I feel like I missed the boat with alcohol in general but wine is the one thing I probably feel like I've missed the most out of cuz I it really tastes horrible to me when I have it like and and I just don't understand how Everybody is so into it. Now bear in mind, I'm, I'm a sweet tooth and wine is a, a more of a bitter taste, although there are I guess sweeter wines. Um, but I, I, ju- I just have never, never really under understood it. but I do understand the concept of if you look at a human drinking life, like the life of somebody when you when you start drinking, you're a teen or whatever, you're in college, you're looking to get licked for as cheap as possible that's generally not wine also i'm i'm not an, again an expert but the hangovers are so associated with wine i don't think are the most desirable hangovers um and and so I don't so, think
1: they, there's no good ones.
2: <laughs> no, but there's some that are like people are like don't get a tequila going over you know or whatever that's the uh, but I I think wine is wine can be uh, it can be tougher so like you see college a lot of people are drinking beer or they're drinking you know like um shots and stuff like that. Uh and then then as as you sort of are getting older and instead of like looking to get licked you're just looking to have like a drink at supper or whatever that's when you move into kind of like the wine the wine territory it's it, it's what i associate with adults adults drink wine you know kids drink beer or yeah, I mean it's, or drink shot take shots you know
1: it it is definitely like does have that degree of um the cultural value mature, maturity is what you you know you mm-hmm. you you'd call it and and part of that is somewhat like the price tag. Like you can get a bottle of like high alcohol content, shitty beer for pretty cheap and get drunk on it. Uh, and you might pay twice that amount for the equivalent wine and then continue going up for good wine. So I think that it is associated with the with, with a culture of middle age where people are starting to have more money to spend, starting to look more mature and, and wine has that. It's, it's like, it, that's how it's, it's marketing, right? Like, Wine's not marketed to, like, getting drunk, going out clubbing. Mine's wine is marketed to people who've attained a certain refineness in their life. I mean, which, and all that does stink to me a little bit of bullshit, which is, like, once again, I mean, yes, yes, there's flavor complexity and blah, 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 but ultimately, you know, if you drink a bottle of wine, you're getting, you know, I, I guess the question I'm asking, like, is it just people want to hide their desire to get inebriated? And, and that's not even a judgment on wanting to get wanting to get drunk. If you want to, that's great. But you, you know it pervades alcohol pervades our culture, and I think people look for ways to see it accepted. And if it's kind of like something of refinement or something of like, oh, I've learned a lot about this thing. and, and is the reality like you just want to get drunk? But you're not in college anymore, and it's not acceptable
2: to. Just yeah, like that's interesting.
1: Well, because and then because I think about it, because there's this big wine tasting thing that happens every year in in our city, Ottawa, near where I live, at the um, the Lansdowne Pavilion or something. And people people be really excited. Oh, it's Wine Fest or something. And you go in, and you can have all these little samples of wine, try these different kinds of wine. But honestly, like I see people coming over there. People are shit faced because they've just drank wine for like three hours, and they're like. You know, I mean, it's just like, is this much different than Oktoberfest, you know, when people are just like chugging wine and <laughs> getting drunk? It has, all the marketing that's around around. it's different. You're like, oh, you want to pair this with beef and this is good with the pork. And I mean, you know, well, is it really just getting drunk, you
0: know. I have a few things to add to all this is that, because you, you talked about food a couple times. One is I think generally I don't like most wine, but a glass of wine with the right food actually is better. The other thing is, wine is actually great in cooking food. Um, uh, the Gordon, so Gordon Ramsay has his app, and I wanted to make his shepherd's pie, and part of it is a wine reduction. It adds so much flavor to it; it's amazing. I'm sure all the alcohol actually gets burned off, but it tastes great. So, so you know, that's a win in the wine column, or the w- a win. What? Yeah. That's a that's a check mark. That's <laughs> a It's a, it's a would, wine would, in the wind column. Uh,
1: I would echo that because that is totally true. We make a stew sometimes, and Andrea, when she makes it, she puts a bunch of red wine in it, and you're like, "There's something you can't put your finger on, but it's much better."
0: Rotten fruit. Rotten in. fruit turns out tastes great. On yeah. some foods. Rotten grapes.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and and I've liked things like uh, brewed with. Be- uh, um, sh- there's a beer stew I've I've had. I, I, I I like it. Like as an ingredient, I can see some merit in it for for cooking and stuff. I I just the whole idea of this drink having so much cachet is is and not just recently. Like throughout history, mm. it, it, the idea that it's considered the classy person's drink. Mike made the point of like the, the people almost using it as camouflage or the what's associated with it. As camouflage, or you know, we can still get drunk. It's okay, it's wine. And and I had never I had never really thought about that before. And I've I've just you know I have a lot of a lot of relatives that are fairly heavy wine drinking drinkers. I'd say, especially in social occasions. And they wouldn't be like, let's line up some shots on the bar. You know, like they they're you know they would just have their have their glass of wine and and then mm. bit by bit throughout the night they're getting tipsier and tipsier. So I, I I can see I can see his point there, and it's something I find. Uh, it's not something I'd thought of before. So, so yeah. Like, here, But here's the thing about wine. Is that my drinking
0: philosophy, I've gotten more sophisticated. I used to drink to get drunk. And any old swill will do. Including wine, which I can confirm. Headaches are real bad on both for me. Red or white. But I'm less and less... We've talked about this, I'm sure, on another episode. Where I'm less and less interested in drinking. I haven't had a drink in 2016, I don't think. I don't think I've had a drip of alcohol this year. And it's just because I I don't particularly enjoy uh, the taste of the drinks. So if I'm going to have a drink, I'm going to have a Long Island iced tea. Maybe a white Russian Lebowski style. A pina colada with like real banana and real like slushy stuff. Or martinis. You want to get hammered? Like screw drinking. The thing about drinking is you drink a ton of liquid. And you don't need to. A lot of people I know like um is it rum and tonic or gin and, gin and tonic cuz it's real light like it's just a very quick drink to drink you get you get feeling toasty and everything's great and and like I love you know we had that blue bikini at your um at your uh not your wedding but uh, the dinner before the wedding whatever that is called reception I think maybe I don't know anyways I had blue bikinis that night and Irish car bombs like, all these kinds of drinks are great because, yeah, we're going to get wasted. It's going to be fun. But I'm not drinking a ton of alcohol, a ton of liquid contents. And to me, wine is one of these, if you are getting licked, you're drinking a lot of it. And it's way more volume than I want to drink of alcohol. So, I'm not, like, a big fan of it for that reason. It would just have to be that I'd want the taste. And as it turns out, I never want to taste unless it's in food. <laughs> so...
2: That's sort of where I, I'm sitting with wine right now. Well, I'm just, I want to just do a signal check here because I, I don't remember your verdicts on beer. I don't remember uh, mine either. <laughs> but I, I, I dev- just checked so I can, I can, I, oh. I remember, I remember, I, well, I feel that's an advantage that you now have to avoid I, looking at I didn't know like you were going to ask that, but I did go and look.
1: Uh,
2: but, uh, no, I, I, I don't really need to know mine. I'm more curious about yours because I I feel that you guys were – I feel like I recall that conversation, me being like the beer antagonist and you being the – both being the beer defenders. And now we're talking about wine and it feels like we're all kind of in the same, the same barrel, so to speak. Oh. Um, and, and so I'm just – I guess – I guess, like the only difference I can see, because both beer and wine, multifaceted uh, in terms of taste, you can have a bunch of different types, a bunch of different uh, ways of, you know, sort of preparing it to uh, bring out the flavors. Both of them are historic, have historical significance. Probably wine, even more so than beer, and all, all of that. So, really, the only difference that I can see is one is sort of like there is the two cultures beer is sort of associated with i guess a working class more uh type of culture whereas wine is is more sort of high society type of culture and just the basic taste of the two drinks like beer being like barley whatever and and uh wine being rotten grapey whatever you know so I guess my question to you guys is really: is your difference in approach on this topic just because you don't really like wine as much as you like beer?
1: Well, I mean, I'm I, I've, I've not decided where I'm going to land yet, and I still think that um, the different, like like you guys both made. you don't like the taste of wine that much. Bo just Bo Crawford doesn't like alcohol, so so that limits it a bunch more. Bo just went through a whole list of drinks that he would have over wine, which is like totally fair. A lot of those are sugar drinks. <laughs> and and I, it's true they have booze in them but the sugar drinks they taste like yep. sugar a lot of martinis you drink you're like man this is like dessert and and I think the thing is and I might have brought this on the last one is it like sugar is like is the flavor point that like beats you on the head it's very present We human beings really like it everyone likes sweet to some extent mm-hmm. I
2: love it mm-hmm.
1: yes Crofton likes it Crofton know, likes oh,
0: Pepsi what? oh yeah he yeah.
1: loves the Pepsi yeah, there's a lot of sugar in Pepsi and there's a lot of sugar in a lot of things. And I think the thing is though that when you are moving to something like wine or or beer, which is which is similar in that sense, it's just like the sweetness is actually still there but it's now just probably ba- more balanced among other flavor points like bitterness and sourness. And I think what people would say is that that's a fuller flavor. Like when you drink something like that, it's engaging your whole tongue in different ways. Uh, whereas you drink Pepsi, it tastes good, but what it's triggering is sweet, 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 sweet. and you're like yum, 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 and sweet's good. Everybody like sweet, and it's true. Bitter. If you were to just like drink something that was only bitter, you'd be like, wow, that's bitter. You know, it's not. That's yeah, really- I hate
0: grapefruit juice. is the worst. Yeah,
1: like I mean, you know, <laughs> but 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 it does. It is more. Now I'm saying is it, like, is that good? And and I guess it's like, and I mean, I don't know, but. I think but people like it and I think it's more even though I was saying like yes it's just, it's just a, is this cultural thing just a way to hide you know allow more mature people to get smashed because mm. that's what they want to do on Friday night and that's mm. fine again no judgment on that but is it just hiding there I think there's more to it than that and I think that um, sometimes when people like I've noticed my palate has changed as I've gotten older and I'm still not a wine lover but I can appreciate foods that I would never have appreciated as a kid Uh, or even as a teenager. And now as I get older, I do find certain flavors, more subtle flavors. Um, I still like my sugars. Don't get get me wrong. I'm like, I'm a a sweet tooth too. I love my desserts. But I can appreciate some other types of food a lot more. And I think the same can be applied to drinks as well. And to be like, there's not like sweets, good. There's nothing wrong with sweet drink. But sometimes maybe you want something that's like, you know, just oftentimes when I drink a wine, like, you know, when people say a dry wine and mm-hmm. and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and then I've had, had a few where you, you taste and you're like, yeah, I kind of get that. And it's, again, I'm not even sure if I like that, but, but it is different and it's kind of interesting. Um, does it bring me pleasure? I'm like, yeah, not that much. Uh, but I see how it's, it can be interesting, you know, and that, that's just,
2: well, one one of the things, and this is digging back on a point that I made in the beer conversation. It's funny that I remember this at all, but I, I remember thinking about things that were annoying me about beer, and one one of them that I brought up at that time, and this is again, I don't want to go back to the class thing too much, but it, is that you know you think of things like football riots or uh, or um, bar fights or or. You know, like just people being complete dicks when drunk, and generally that's associated with beer. And I used it against beer when I was arguing against beer, saying that it was it was annoying. Wine, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Again, it seems like seems like one of these drinks that is like people get drunk on it. Maybe it's because they're older. Maybe because they're more mature in general. They get drunk on it, and then you know they just have a good time, go to bed. Wake up the next day, maybe have a hangover. They're not, like, picking crazy fights in the bar on drunk on wine and stuff.
1: Well, let me jump in here. Well, because maybe
0: they room. trash a painting. They're like, look at that guy's painting. It's so
1: <laughs> yeah, terrible. Whoa, table. Table. Oh, I'm drunk. It, I'm like, oh, <laughs> smash it. Um, <laughs> so I have, uh, I hope he doesn't listen to this show, but a neighbor. I own a house <laughs> who... It, and there's a house attached to it. <laughs> there's a. Ta- I won't name the names. You'd have to know me and where I live. But I live in a semi-detached house, right? So there's another mm-hmm. half of the house that someone else owns. And uh, you know, there's a, a guy. A guy in there, and he's got a. I think he's divorced or something. He's got. Anyways, he has a, a partner. They've been together for a while, and they like the wine. You know, and it's like on a Friday night. You know, and he seems like a good cook. They're cooking a nice meal. You can tell it's not just like shit food. They're into it. Uh, you know, just the typical Friday evening. They work hard. They're enjoying the wine.
2: Mm-hmm. They cook it al- with wine. What? Yeah. They cook the meal with wine.
1: They cook the meal with wine. They had a lovely steak. They had some nice music on the on the, you know in the mm. evening. Drink as a wine mm. club. This and is getting almost hot. Almost mm. inevitably, at some point towards the you know as we're approaching midnight, uh, I'll be doing something uh, not wine related. Dude, I will hear boy. yelling and screaming through the walls uh, of our attached house. They get into crazy fights. And, oh,
0: I thought it was going to be oh, sex, like man. Weird. I was getting all yeah, hot and crazy. bothered.
1: Uh, no, so Chris Crofton was going on dead? about, like, okay, you know, riots and stuff like this. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they had great makeup sex after their crazy fight, which oftentimes spill into the street in yelling and screaming. And often my question is, like, is it, would this have happened if, there weren't two bottles or three bottles of wine consumed. Now, obviously, they had, there's personalities involved. Not everyone who drinks wine has fights with their partners all the time. I'm not saying that whatsoever. But Crofton was saying, like, oh, yeah, beer, you know, and it associates. Like, there's no question when, once the alcohol starts flowing, things are more likely to go awry one way or t'other. Uh You know, it could lead to some awesome nights. It could have been sweet lovemaking they were having that night. But I often only hear the ones where it's the fighting. Don't hear the love making. I guess they're quiet when they make
0: love. Man, I I hope they listen to this. They have to know that look, you're not actually you don't know, sound like you have private information that you're sharing over the airwaves. You're just saying like they're they're yelling in public. Like if you could hear yeah, it through like, the house.
1: I feel I feel embarrassed for them, but they probably don't know that I can hear them through the well, I bet if they knew, they would be like, Oh shit. Because yeah. No, they it's,
2: wouldn't. You know why? Because they're licked on wine.
1: No, they'd feel bad the next
2: I day. don't care who
1: hears me. <laughs> you should just tell wine. them, it's so clear stop the fighting,
2: can...
0: start stop with it. the lovemaking.
1: So in any case, so I feel like, again, <laughs> I don't think it's different than beer in that sense. I just think that when people, like, you talk about the beer and the kind of like, you know, if young people get in a ride. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes there's younger people call, you congregate in larger groups and are out, and then, you know, you, you see the evidence of that. Again, more mature people are more likely to be hanging at, out at home and maybe get into fights with their partners and stuff. Like I think alcohol, but too much of
2: If I give that to you, like, and I will give that to you, it's still – it's wine culture versus beer culture. And the current wine culture and the current beer culture is the arguments that wine creates are like couple arguing at home and then spilling out onto the streets. The call, like, beer does
0: it too. It's just the, a question I'm, of the culture. Right, yeah.
2: beer, beer, beer. All I alcohol. So All alcohol. Bigger. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, there's a culture thing here. And yeah, wine okay. is attached to a culture. And part of, like, when I think of wine, when Mike pulled the topic out, and as soon as I hear it, I have a bunch of images, stereotypes, I guess, or, or, or like, you know, that just fly through my head immediately. And and some of them have to do with the the memory of the taste of this, awful drink that i've i've tried but but most of them have to do with images uh, image and like uh, culture and 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 the people that like it so much and this and i will say and this is where i get i really have a hard time because people really like wine like i mean really like it And, and and i don't just mean jane and her sommelier class i mean like there are people that are like, oh, can't wait, you know, can't wait for for my trip to Tuscany to ride a bicycle around to different, you know, wineries
1: and try the different vineyards.
2: wines, vineyards, whatever, um, and and uh, try the different uh, different wines. Like people are are legit passionate about wine to varying levels. Not one of us is obviously, but like. As somebody who doesn't like it, who doesn't even understand how somebody would drink this drink, to see it elicit so much passion in other people makes me think, A, I'm missing out on something and and B, that there's got to be some sort of societal or, or merit of some sort to this drink. Because people love it so much, you know.
1: Well, I would say I would jump in and because as you're going through that, I would say do not discount the power of marketing. We talked about this a little bit earlier. There is, (coughs) excuse me, no doubt, like all the things that, that come to mind when you think of wine. Someone has put those in your head. A- and if someone with the intent of you buying wine, or a certain demographic buying wine, they won't probably appeal to you. You're not the demo. You're not the demographic. You're not their exact demographic.
0: They don't market to nerds. I haven't seen a Magic the <laughs> Gathering uh, no, no <laughs> um, uh, like, oaky, an and oaky and cardboard stuff. flavor reminiscent of Magic
1: cards. <laughs> so, but in any, in any case, like like I would just be once again like don't discount like when you talked about like someone riding a bike in Tuscany, and like, I can think of like commercials did show that like there is there is a concerted effort to associate wine with that type of culture and it's clearly for someone who has a bit more money someone who's a bit older i mean beers marketed much differently don't discount it's the the presence of marketing in that way beer is everywhere in our in our culture marketed to a different more as both said, more working class and younger demographic uh and like that plays a huge part in it one thing I want to come back to that. I also, I think, talked about on the on the beer episode is again. It's like teasing apart alcohol and wine, and I think those are tough. And I think I said in that episode, like, if we were rating alcohol, like, I have a lot to say about that. Uh, but you know, you could drink straight up alcohol. You can drink hard alcohol. You can drink beer. Whatever wine. uh in particular, you know, it, it, it's like the topic is wine. I mean, alcohol is inherently linked to it, but it does like, there is like, it's like if you sit down, have a nice meal cooked with wine, perhaps, and a one glass of wine on the side and you really enjoy the flavor and that's it. It's not like you're not really getting tipsy. It's not your aim anyways. You're just, and you like it. You know, that's a very different thing in my mind than the person who's like, it's Friday. I'm drinking a whole bottle of myself. And so is my, each of my friends too. And that's, Again, I just want to say, not a judgment. It's just that I think they're kind of different things, you know? And it's like if you want to drink alcohol, enjoy your Friday night by getting a bit tipsy, that's great. Uh, but it's not necessarily the same thing as just enjoying a nice glass with your meal, mm. you know, the beverage of wine. So I'm trying mm. to tease those apart in my head, though it's hard to. I, I did the same I remember, with beer, and it will affect my verdict, I think, which I'm getting close to. I don't know what you mean.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty much ready for verdicts at this point. Unless Crofton has anything uh, he wants to add? I, I feel like I've, I feel like I, I've said my piece and I'm ready to wrap it up.
2: Um, I'm pretty much ready to wrap it up. I just, I just like I come back and and what's hard, I I understand what Mike's saying about marketing and what's hard for me in my brain to to get away from is this passion that people have for wine and um, I I was thinking about. The, I was promoting our podcast because I'm a marketing guru. Um, to someone you work day. with? Uh, it, it, it could have was been someone. You, I'm curious. It was someone I work with, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's it, our it, biggest it's, demographic. This is Crofton's co-work. Our demographic is people who work with Crofton. <laughs> <It, it>, uh, <laughs> they, they said, well, what what episode should I listen to first? And I said, well, you know, just look at the list and um, pick one of a topic that interests you. And I realized now the when i say that to people that pretty much the same po- topics are going to be picked all the time because people are going to gravitate towards the things that they you know they have an they love they have an interest or you know make them feel good or whatever um they're probably going to lean towards those over the things that they hate right they're not going to they're like oh i hate uh manual transmissions i'm going to listen oh, to that episode are. yeah they're going to they're going to go and li- listen to so I uh, I at least two maybe three people I've talked to have said that one of the first episodes of this show they listened to was the beer episode. Oh, and, of course. Uh, they were
1: like this show sucks.
2: Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it it's it's funny. It's it's funny to me because now I I know this episode's going to go up. It's going to say wine, uh Beau's going to have a very funny photo that goes with it. And I know that there are a ton of people that will be interested in this particular episode but almost all of those people are expecting uh, from at least one of the three of us if not all three of us some sort of um you know
0: some Love sort of...
2: fest <laughs> surrounding wine. Like, some validation
0: I, for why they spent time listening to the show instead of three... Well, nerds. there's been some I, of
2: that. I don't... I, I guess. Get validation. But... I, I I, I, guess, I mean, they. yes, everybody wants their opinion validated, but, like, I, I just feel... I feel like wine is one of those things... Um, Alcohol in general, but wine in particular is one of those mysteries for me in life of why it is so popular. Because when I when I have it, it literally it tastes horrible. I cannot stress how much I think it tastes awful. Um, I have literally gagged on mm-hmm. some wines before, and uh, and I think to my I think to myself, I'm like, it feels like one of these emperor has no clothes situations where everybody's talking about like how nice the emperor's clothes are in this case the wine how how great wine is how fantastic it is and then everybody sort of self uh hypnotizes or whatever um or it could just be a basic acquired taste that i've just not drinking enough of and when i got by it i would be like oh man this is amazing but it for me it's it's a weird it's a weird thing that i feel like not one of the three of us is giving it its props but i mean we can't Manufacture props for something. I think that's what it
0: is. If I can just jump in. I mean, Mike made good points with the marketing. That could be a way that you get in. Like you said, that there's this on-ramp that you get on. But it could be your family. Everyone that you seek validation from in your social circles or whatever validates you when you do certain behaviors, include drink, even though you think it tastes like poison. Like, nobody drinks alcohol for the first time and thinks it's amazing. They might pretend. They might be honest and keep drinking it. It's terrible, but you get used to it. There, there's just there's just no way that that tangy taste of alcohol isn't just completely palatable unless it's coated in sugar, as Mike also rightly pointed out as in having an overbearing flavor. So I think, speaking as someone who has a nicotine addiction, it's strange to me that people don't understand what I'm going through. Because I got on the on-ramp somewhere and I changed, you know... My habits, my culture, and my understand, my my actual physiological brain is used to having it. Now, I, you know, alcohol. I think shares a similar thing. So if you never got on the on ramp, it feels like you're on the outside looking in to this weird club that. But it just looks like a mass hallucination. By like, why would anyone enjoy drinking this? Like, I get it. Like the taste is weird, and the feeling of drunkenness. It's like fun. But it isn't that special. It's not as special as people make it out to be. You just well, feel but, but like but you're I mean, sick, you know? And, and also,
1: and, like, the thing is, you don't need to have one with it. You can drink a glass of wine and not feel the effects of alcohol. So, like, you could just have the beverage. I want to say that again. And, and to crop sure. to and, like, I, I get it because there is this whole...
0: You're talking about sangria. Culture,
1: but, but, I mean, like, he's right to say, like, okay, as much as, like, there's a lot of variety in the, in the subtleties of wine, and let's face it, it's subtleties, because mm-hmm. mostly wine is if you taste wine you're like okay this is wine you're not like what am i drinking you know what it is it's wine and there's some subtle subtle flavor notes and there's good and bad varieties of it but if you don't like it you're not gonna like any of them and, and i mean it just so happens that it's a type of food or things that, something that we eat that has a lot of complexity to it like and you said you gag on it everyone has some kind of food or something that they despise you know like i I cannot stand raw onion. I cannot stand it. It disgusts me. Uh, but there's probably, there's only one kind of raw onion, raw onion. There's not like a hundred kind and there isn't a culture around raw onion. I think for Crofton, it just so happens that like the flavor of wine puts you off. So of course, all, all, the, all the trappings around it, all the culture around it's going to put you off too because it's not even that it was something that you missed a boy on or had to acquire. You, just, you may just never like it. Like some people never like Certain foods and that's okay. There's just – everyone has certain differences, you know. And, and I think the interesting thing about food and, and, you know, like when you think of so many types of food that actually become good, they, they derive from like disgusting things. You know, like mm-hmm. letting – you know, you have to let grapes ferment and then someone's someone's like, I'm, I'm going to drink that. Or, or like you know, I think of like fish sauce, which is actually delicious for like Vietnamese cooking and all kinds of the cooking, and that comes from leaving like fish heads out in the sun and like letting them.
2: <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, uh, why would you tell me that, Hodges? That's god what, god I'm damn sorry
1: it. but that's what it is.
2: Oh god! <laughs> but,
1: but it's good stuff. And someone at some point was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink that thing," or "I'm gonna eat it." And then was it an acquired taste, or was someone, someone maybe ate it and was like, "Oh, this is good. I like it." There might be someone else who who ate the same thing and was like no this is gross but enough people liked it that it took hold and like there's lots of people that don't like wine and there's lots of people that do like wine um, I think wine has the difference of having like a, a specific marketing drive behind it but I mean I don't know I think I think I see your I, I see your points uh, but I think that they also apply to any food which you might hate uh, or or might love for that matter and someone else might hate. Um, but there's a certain subjectivity to anything with flavor, right?
2: Yeah, that yeah. was that was a good uh, good response, there, Hodge. So, sir? I think Thank with
0: that you. we can bring in the verdict animals. Unless you wanna you wanna add to that, no. Crofton? All right. So. No, no, I'm I'm good. Then uh, I believe it's time to bring in our animals <laughs> for the jury panel. I wonder
2: which of the animals. I
0: I, sorry, I don't think we heard the question, which one of the animals are what, sorry?
1: Oh, playing the kazoo. I also would like to point out that the last of the judges who brings the court to session, he's been drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> order oh, really. here, I see. Oh, <laughs> order the court. We didn't like even talk about the whiskey. myriad
0: of wines, too. Like, literally, it's part of the marketing, but there are a billion. I'm just going to dive right into my verdict, since I'm just oh, talking okay, rudely I gonna, over we'll everybody. Ahead, I'm sorry, guys. Um, there are billions of types of wine. It's super irritating. I don't know what any of it means. What's a... Sh- uh, what was it sherry? What is sherry? What's sherry a... Sherry is a kind of uh- like your... <laughs> What's a... Uh- What's uh, I can't even think of the name. There's Chardonnay, there's uh, Merlot. Merlot. Like,
1: a lot what of the them fuck the does condos. that
0: mean? It's like they're all bottles of red shit. When I go into the wine store, I'm like, what is this? Um, and champagne Ch- Champagne is well, wine that's carbonated wine, it's right? It's
1: its own thing, champagne. Yeah,
2: well, it says it's just uh, uh... sparkling wine. Yeah, <laughs> but sparkler. sparkling
1: wine. I think if you talk to a wine person, be like, I like sparkling wine, they'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, wow, yeah. Ask, yeah. Go to your
1: sommelier friend and be like, hey, I got into Rouen. It's <laughs> tell, her, tell her you really like sparkling rose. And she'll be like, get out of here. Uh, Winies okay. don't like we, rose. We've
2: just taken over Bo's version. Okay, go ahead, Bo's. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine.
0: Um, so, yeah, anyways, wine, I don't see what all the fuss is about. It's rotten fruit juice. It uh, gets you drunk. Being drunk can be fun. Um, but, you know, again Given a choice between alcoholic beverages I like my sugary drinks Or not so sugary martini drinks Because not all of them are sweet um, But, yeah Generally speaking, I like my And Pangalactic Gargle Blasters I love that drink too Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference um, Yeah, so that's sort of my preference when it, Weapon of choice when it comes to alcohol And wines just ain't cutting it for me But it does taste great on food so balancing all of that out, I'm going to land on the verdict of bullshit. There's a little bit of good and a little bit of bad because it's rotten fruit juice, but it tastes a, good on food.
2: So a rare bullshit verdict from Bo. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go next. I had to cheat on this one uh, because what I did was I went and I looked at what my verdict was there aren't on really any weird. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I went to check what I said on beer, and uh, I was actually surprised, but then I thought about it, and I was like, no, that makes sense. Because I said beer was bad. And, uh, and, and, and I remember hanging my hat on some of those things like, that I mentioned earlier, like really the beer culture uh, I find annoying on, in many ways. And as soon as I thought about wine culture... I, I had that that same sort of flashing of images, and it was also annoying, like uh, in, in many ways. However, I found it I found it less annoying than beer culture, and it has annoyed me less throughout my life. And people who drink wine, and maybe because they're generally generally just happen to be more mature people in this sort of thing, um, annoy me less as well. I also like the amount of pleasure people take in in all these. Sort of wine events, as Mike made allusion to. I understand the whole camouflage aspect, which I think I agree with. The idea that people are boozing it up with wine because it's more socially acceptable than boozing it up with some of the hard liquor that they were they used to 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 abuse when they were uh, when they were teens.
1: La black ice, <laughs> nice goes down
2: smooth. um so because of because of all that, because of the fact like it's funny just mentioning champagne, I hate champagne. Possibly my worst <laughs> of all alcohols. It's horrible. I don't understand how people when it's always at toasts too and I have to like sneak dump the drink after I take a fake sip because it's so horrible. Anyway, Wine, in general, I, I just really dislike the taste of. But I don't hate the culture in the same way that I, I, I hate beer culture. I do think it's pompous. It, it's full of, of of marketing images, as Mike, Mike said. But I'm going to agree more with Bo, and I'm just going to say that wine and in the culture surrounding it is just bullshit.
1: All right. Mike, your last up. Well, um... It's fun, It's funny. Like again, the uh, the cul- I think wine culture almost annoys me more than beer culture. I also dislike beer culture, um, and and alcohol, and, I, and its effects, and it's the, what it does to say family structures. As per my neighbor's family structure, I don't think it's been a positive influence. But I blame alcohol for that, not necessarily wine. I think if they were having the same evening on Labatt Black Ice, it would probably turn out the same way. Uh, it just so happens be wine. And again, I'm teasing all, I'm going to tease these things apart and do the same thing with beer, where I'm like, we're not rating wine culture, though it's a component of wine, I grant you. And we're not rating alcohol, which is, once again, inherently linked to wine. I get that. Um, But I do think there are a lot of people who don't have a problem with alcohol, who manage to, who who really do appreciate the flavor because they legitimately like it. It is a complex. Uh, substance with a lot of subtleties and if you enjoy it there's a lot to be had there I mm. think if you have to drink two bottles in a night you probably have a problem with alcohol and that's a very different thing than being like no I just really like wine I'd be like no no you probably are an alcoholic and you might want to check that or not <laughs> it's working It's working for you uh, but those are different things so co- coming back down to the one, I personally don't like wine that much but I know a lot of people like my wife who will have, I don't think I've ever seen her drink more than two glasses of wine. She legitimately likes it. Uh, And she really does like it paired with good, with good food. And I think when it's not paired well, she doesn't enjoy the meal as much. And I know a lot of people like that. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't deprive them of this. These aren't people who are like alcoholics or, or who have been solely influenced by marketing. Um, I think they're people who legitimately enjoy the flavor. So for that reason, I'm going to come down and say it's good. Wine is good. It has a social merit. It has a social merit. I think there's a lot of problems associated with, with it, which were outlined very well, uh, (laughs) by my fellow co-hosts and myself. As always is the case on this show, but I'm going to land on a good. So, um yeah.
2: That's- All right. Well I'm glad uh, somebody brought some balance to the force there. I guess that's uh it's a good thing, uh, good thing to do. And uh we complete our 150th episode with two bullshits and a good. And I'll be honest, I feel like while there are three verdicts good, bad, and or bullshit, bullshit is the sexy verdict. Like it's the marketing verdict. Verdict. It's the one that we have stickers for each one, and you can you can if you send us an email, we'll send you some stickers. But the the only interesting sticker is really the bullshit one. It's the so it's good we had a lot of bullshit on this show. If you want to reach us, you can send us an email uh, at gmail.com is the address. Send us topic ideas, uh, random topics. You can also send us uh, gushing fan messages. Anything you want read on the air, we'll do it. Uh, we appreciate them. Uh, you can also... Uh, visit goodbadbull.com, which is our website. It houses all our episodes, all 150 of them. Browse the archives. You will have some fun. Um, And uh, you'll be able to even go back and listen to that beer episode. Um, We also wanted to thank our Patreon supporters. Uh, If you want to go to patreon.com, you can support struggling artists like ourselves be our patrons, if you will, and then we will share a glass of wine with you if we ever meet you in real life. That, that can possibly
1: spit in your face. <laughs> no, it's like, horrible. It's this this is
2: horrible. Is horrible. Thank
1: you for your support. Let us.
2: <laughs> that
0: would be a nice goal, though. Uh, we could, if we ever earned a certain amount, we could set that as a goal. Have a we, wine tasting get together. It could
2: be. It could be tears. Like so, with our patrons. For the lowest, the lowest tier is like Michael have a glass of wine with you because <laughs> he likes wine, and a higher, higher tier would be. Bo will force himself to have a glass of wine, and then the highest tier would be like Crofton has a glass of wine. He's like, oh, I don't want to drink this, but they met the requirements of the Patreon. Um, so yeah, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to see that, spend I guess, write us an email. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at GoodBadBull. We're individuals of an individual nature. Uh let's go with Lance Bass. Uh, where can they follow you on Twitter, Mike?
1: at Lance Bass it's true I bet Maybe you I bet to... you, did. At Lance Bass. Uh, you can follow my musings which are never present uh, <laughs> at ML Hodgins I realized the other day or even earlier in this podcast I was like oh I just thought of something I should write it as a tweet and now it's passed and you know I'm There's just not moment. quick enough to be on the Twitter the moment's gone dude you yeah. write
0: text to us you have to be able to just take a second and write a tweet like you write a text
2: but anyways
1: think, yeah but if I'm writing text, text you guys it's like
2: hey what's up Joey Fatone take us home where where can they find you on Twitter you can find me on Twitter it's handle time at Bo o Schwartz oh yeah oh yeah and you can follow me at Croft and Steers and that's bye 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 folks Am I right? Bye, <laughs> bye,
1: bye, bye 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 Man, you know, if only two thirds of us were better singers, we could have a boy band. We could. I, I I feel targeted. No, I. Well, okay. Look, you're tone deaf, and I'm probably also tone deaf. And Bo is an okay singer.
0: Yeah, clear. Like I'm not good. I'm just a <laughs> step above you guys. That's <laughs> just, all. If, like if we, had a, if if, we had a manager.
1: He's like, I'm gonna pitch. I'm gonna pitch you guys. He's like, okay, three guys. One tone deaf. Another one probably also tone deaf. And the third guy, he's okay singer. Like, they're gonna make you a million, got gotta sign them.
2: We also got two two thirds of us aren't handsome enough, and three and three out of three of us uh, would need dance lessons.
1: <laughs> no. So no, as discussed in the dance episode, go listen to it. Bo has the patented backing up the car into the market. To step up, But we look—we
0: all know that the key to being a successful music act is marketing, and we have a marketing. One third of us is a marketing genius. I, I will
2: tell you right now: <laughs> the people at my work will buy all our CDs. <laughs>
1: about ready for
0: another ism show yeah yeah we're we're overdue for an ism (laughs) it's coming you know about orgism are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com for as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com
1: slash bull.